The Flames add some extra protection as they head east for three games. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me here today as we talk about the latest news in uh, the world of the Calgary Flames. Thanks so much for hanging out. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, on YouTube as well. If you are watching on YouTube, (laughs) you get the uh, delight, the pleasure, the uh, honor of hanging out with my cat today. Apparently he just wants to lay in my arms like a baby. So we will see how long that lasts. But today we are going to talk about some very exciting news. Dustin Wolf got the call and is heading to Toronto with the Flames. And Noah Hannafin apparently sparked some interest from the Sharks as well as Arizona. And we're going to talk about three games heading east. Uh, So let's dive right into it. Dustin Wolf is, he walked down the hallway <laughs> and is now with the NHL club. It, it's nice. I, I will say, you know, Elliot Friedman said that this is more for protection. Uh, you know, they had on this three-game road trip rather than a trade. But it is worth noting that Jacob Markstrom did miss practice on Wednesday because uh, he was, it was a maintenance day, potentially a little bit, you know, banged up, bound to happen. I mean, how many times do you see it, right? I am very happy for Wolf. You know why? While he was called up for a few of the final games last year, uh, he only started one. It is very different. The culture is very different in the room this year. You aren't, hopefully, aren't walking on eggshells around teammates, the coach, and everyone said it's different traveling with your AHL team and being with your AHL team versus the NHL. And I think that that's something really exciting to get, you know, yourself acclimated with, especially because there is a true shot at Dustin Wolf starting in in the NHL sooner rather than later. I think that it was it was presumed that he would have been starting in the NHL by now, uh, especially so far this season. But surprisingly, <laughs> goaltending has not been an issue, and that that is a very good thing. Kind of bad for Dustin Wolf, but kind of gives the Flames a little bit of a cushion while they sort some other issues out. But it is delightful to see that Markstrom. Uh, not Markstrom, sorry, Dustin Wolf gets the call here. And they do play on a, uh, a back-to-back to start this little, I mean, two of their three games are, you know, the three, three games in four days. So I'm very happy for Dustin Wolf. I think that everyone is happy for him. It While it is a loss for the Wranglers, it is a huge gain for Dustin Wolf. Uh, the Flames play Ottawa on Saturday, and I wouldn't be shocked. You know, I, I doubt we're going to see Markstrom all three nights, and it would be a nice kind of introduction to him on the road. 
and playing, I think, either Ottawa or Montreal. Uh, Montreal, obviously, still still struggling a bit, but they, they are able to score. And it's exciting. I, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it, but I, I saw a tweet earlier uh, today that said the Flames have called up seven AHL players and since the start of the season. And it took until December 2022 for them to call up one. So the vibes are different. Conroy came into the season and said it over the offseason as well, that the younger kids would be getting the opportunity to play. No one spot is guaranteed, as we saw Dryden Hunt being waived and Austerly being waived. Like, you earn your spots. And players like Zari, Pospisil, Nick DeSimone, uh, Dennis Gilbert, and obviously, you know, Dustin Wolf have all earned their shot at the NHL. And I, I do think that some are bound to you know, stay <laughs> more than others, but it is nice to see that teams, they're just getting a shot. We talked about it yesterday on the show too, where Nick said, I would much rather put someone out there that could do it, play well, versus someone that can't play well. And we are noticing such a stark difference in the fourth line, really the bottom six as a whole, compared to last season. I think that while there were definitely ups and downs of last year, uh, the, one of the many downs was when Lucic, Lewis, and whatever Richie brother was out there on the fourth line. And it it's incredibly refreshing to see you know, Adam Brzezicka back in the lineup. That fourth line, I, I really like changes, but it, they look good. And I think that that's something that the Flames can integrate a lot more into their game. And hopefully they do that going forward because I think that they have a good thing going here. And until they can get Huberto going, they're going to need every other line to it. So we will see how that goes. I am intrigued to see, you know, does he start? I don't think he's starting the game against Toronto. I would assume it'll be the game in Ottawa or maybe the game in Montreal. If I find out he's starting in Montreal, well, I suppose I will have to take the bus up to Montreal and go watch Dustin Wolf start. <laughs> if you see me in Montreal <laughs> when I should not be in Montreal, that I should be working, uh, mind your business. No, I'm just kidding. I hope to get to the Bell Center. But coming up next, we are going to talk about uh, the little tidbits that Elliot Friedman just oh so casually dropped in the written version of 32 Thoughts. But before we move on. I do want to take a quick break here and talk to you about Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts, who sits, who's benched, and I'm thankful for the connection we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of erectile dysfunction medications with Jace Medical. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel. You're covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your prescription. And it's possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at Jace Medical to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. 
verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut my pills in half to have it. And I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies, and I highly recommend it for everyone. If you or a loved one would like some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase at jasemedical.com. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me today on uh, Locked on Flames. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me on today's episode of Locked on Flames. Make sure you're following me on Twitter, X, whatever you're calling it these days, at Jess Belmosto. So very casually last night, Noah Hannafin's name was brought up in the written version of 32 Thoughts, and I found it to be very interesting. Elliot Friedman says that he suspects the San Jose Sharks called on Noah Hannafin to see if they could get something going. And that that's interesting to me. I, I'm not entirely sure where Noah Hannafin fits in. Like, this isn't a dig at Noah Hannafin. This is 200% dig at the Sharks. If the Sharks are continuing to do this rebuilding, retooling, tanking situation, let's call it what it is. Why, why would they want someone that's good on defense? Was... Was this a Mike Greer calling like late at night, like you up because the Sharks had just conceded 10 goals in back-to-back games? What what do you think that conversation was like? I really think, and I haven't seen anyone say this yet, but I'm inclined to believe that the Flames said only if we get Duclair and then suddenly the phone stopped working. And that's fine. Noah Hannafin is doing a great job defensively. I think that he has struggled a bit this season. And Arizona gets mentioned in this as well. And to be honest, I think that the return from Arizona would be a heck of a lot more attractive than what San Jose would have to offer if that did not include Duclair. There has to be a way to get the ball going, I guess. You know, the first thing was obviously signing Michael Backlund. And then the conversations picked back up and then the flame said, nah, we're putting this stuff on hold. And now I guess they're going to continue to test the market and maybe people come calling to them because they know they're looking to shop those free agents. Inclined to believe the player that they bring in, it's going to have to be a roster player and it's going to be someone that Huberto has established chemistry with. But speaking of Huberto, he he does get talked about in this article as well with Johnny Hockey and just talking about how they were both benched. This is like, we talked about it yesterday, but I am 90% sure that this has to be taking such a heavy toll on both of them. I don't see a world where either of them are unaffected by this, by their benchings. Johnny's uncle was on Twitter basically implying that Gaudreau would go back to the flame. Do I think that's true? Like, maybe. But do I think that anything will happen? Like, that would ever happen? No, I don't think you're getting Huberto to waive his no-movement clause. And I don't know if... I don't know. I mean, Gaudreau can come home if he wants. The kids are getting lonely. They're starting to wonder where their dad went. I don't know how many stores he has to go to to find milk, but still not back yet. The Flames 
have done everything possible to shake things up, to get Huberto going. We talked a lot yesterday about how the style of hockey the Flames play is not conducive to the type of player Huberto is. And that's tough. That is very tough. And it's going to be a long seven years if this is the way things keep trending. And I don't think that this is a situation where the Flames are going to change everything for Huberto. I think that, you know, they have given as much as they can. And now it's time for him to figure it out. And I don't care if he's making 87% of the salary cap. There is a human element to this that some people seem to be forgetting. And I sure as heck hope that you never have bad days at work and your bosses aren't riding your butt and your coworkers aren't laughing at you because I don't know how that would feel. Actually, I do. It wouldn't feel very good at all. My point is, Huberto has to give something back. It, it is time. We've seen Kadri get it together. Now it's time for the $10.5 million man to start figuring it out. And a lot of it does have to do with confidence. Do I expect these next three games to be wins? Absolutely not. Especially you're traveling. Not just like in the same time zone. You're on the plane for probably at least like six hours. You are going to a different time zone. You are playing against a competitive Leafs team and then you're playing a back-to-back against Ottawa. There's a lot of moving parts here and everyone's gonna say well you know they're professional athletes like this they should be used to this. This happens quite literally to everyone and it's not always the case but it's just it's unlikely for them to walk away with a road trip sweep. That's fine. I do want to see more out of Huberto. Everyone does including himself. I am very intrigued to see what Huska does tomorrow. I I don't think they will ever scratch Huberto. I think that that would be an extreme. Don't really think that that's something that would help him at all. Maybe he's got a tummy ache one day and can't play and he's watching from the press box. Maybe that's, maybe that's what we get. But no, I, I just, I really think that they need to figure out a way to bring in someone like Anthony Duclair to bring in someone that he has that established chemistry with. We can't be playing the what if games. Jacob Pelletier should be playing this season and kind of wondering what would be the case, like would this be the case or as severe of a case if he was still healthy? Am I putting all this on a rookie? No. I just, I think that both of them play really well together and I need Mangiapane to stop being an idiot so they can kind of get those reps in together and start building that back again. We, we will see. We will see. Mangiapane's back tomorrow uh, in the game against the Leafs. So as long as he doesn't do anything stupid, we can see something get uh, built there. I would like to believe that Huberto is using this time productively. I saw someone saying, oh, he's clearly having girlfriend problems. Why are you drawing that connection? There, There is always someone else to blame. Always someone else to blame. But coming up next, we are going to talk about the Leafs and Sens and the Habs. Just what, what's going on? What can the Flames expect? And before we do that, we are going to take a quick break. And I'm going to talk to you about our friends at Parkview Advance. As a business owner, you realize there are times when receivables might fall behind. 
That doesn't mean you need to fall behind on vendor payments, payroll, or rent. For more than 25 years, Parkview Advance has helped businesses secure working capital. From $5,000 to $1.5 million, Parkview Advance can approve your working capital in as little as 24 hours. It's a much easier process than you might imagine. We invite the many entrepreneurs that are locked on NHL fans to learn more by calling us at 203 six seven five zero zero seven one or go to parkviewadvance.com if your business needs working capital call parkview advance today parkview advance helping business with their working capital go to parkviewadvance.com thank you everyone for hanging out with us today on locked on flames i greatly appreciate it make sure you are subscribed wherever you're getting your podcasts and youtube as well I am very happy (laughs) the Flames are playing at 7 o'clock Eastern. I appreciate it. I wish this road trip was in the middle of the week. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I I can very much stay up late. uh, But something about being done with hockey at 10 o'clock, doing my little post-game production and going to bed, that is wonderful. Love that. But I'm happy to stay up late like we did last week, too. And against the Predators, right? But the Flames are east, eastern bound, as they take on the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow night at 7 p.m. And I am very, I'm very much looking forward to this game. I think that the Leafs are, they're obviously a good team, but they also just got demolished by the Ottawa Senators, who, who we, Ottawa Senators, I feel like I, did not say enough syllables there. We're going to talk about them in a minute. They're a very interesting team themselves. But the Flames, I feel like, are very good at taking advantage of defensively weak teams. We saw that with Nashville earlier this week. I would say, you know, they kind of laid off a little bit. The Leafs reportedly practiced. They practiced today and only practiced their power. What was it? Their penalty kill. And it revolved around, heavily revolved around their defense. I guess a six to three loss will do that to you. They gave up two power play goals. And clearly if you're conceding six goals, your defense probably not doing something right. But I find it interesting because the Leafs goaltending is not a very good situation feel like I've been able to say that for at least most of my life. I'm not entirely sure what the Leafs' goal is, what their plan is, which reminds me, Brad True Living's their general manager now. <laughs> so you, them signing Revo to that $1.3 million deal, that was classic Brad Tree Living. Classic Brad Tree Living and back with TJ Brody. Giordano too, right? He's still a Leaf. It's interesting. I'm not overly concerned about the Leafs, but I do think that this will be the most challenging game of the three, just because, you know, they are very competitive. The Ottawa Senators, oh my god, they're a unique team, and and I don't mean that very nicely. I don't, that's not coming from a kind place. They are one of the most confusing teams Because very much like Detroit, you would think that they would be a little bit further along in this rebuild situation. Shane Pinto wasn't signed to a contract, but he's been suspended 41 games for betting illegally. And let's see, the new owner had no idea what he was inheriting when he 
purchased the team when it came to the uh, dead enough situation and how now they, they have to give up how many draft picks for how many years now. It's very uh, interesting. Like their off ice drama is very intriguing and almost better than the product that's on the ice. Don't get me wrong. They did put up six goals, but I'm not, I'm not sold on them the same way I'm not sold on Detroit. I don't think that they really know what they're doing. And that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. I mean, Brady Kachuk has had some really good clips so far this season. DJ Smith is their coach and he's, he is their guy, but I don't know for how much longer. I mean, I guess you need someone that's capable of making decisions to fire him, but I just, I don't know what the heck is going on there. I would love to see Dan Vladar just dropped off somewhere in Ontario. Maybe we take someone back, take some draft picks back, whatever, whatever the return is, that's fine. I feel like the hits just keep coming for them. And then you move further east, southeast, yeah, southeast to Montreal. And boy, they are a unique team too. But not in like a Ottawa Senators way. In a, things are kind of moving along for them. And I don't, yes, Kirby Doc is, uh, you know, out for the remainder of the season. Thanks to uh, a nice injury from, I believe it was Jared Tenorti. I think Sean Monaghan is having a fantastic season. And I am so happy for him. And I think every Flames fan should be rooting for Sean Monaghan, regardless of what team he's playing for. He is someone that has had to battle injuries pretty much from as soon as he entered the league. The Flames medical team and coaching staff absolutely failed him. I do not care what anyone says about playing through injuries. It's, you know, rite of passage. It shows your grit. No, you should not be that broken at 28 years old. Before he was traded, he had like four or five major surgeries that impact not only his play but the rest of his life and to see him going out there and scoring night after night is incredible I'm so happy for him and you know while he does have that veteran presence in the locker room I think that regardless of where he goes he will always have that uh, leadership quality to him I think that he could you know lead a lot of us straight into the gates of hell if he tried hard enough because he has he has the charisma and I really enjoy watching him succeed. I'm so happy that he is in a proper organization that doesn't neglect his health. And that's all I have to say about that. But I'm very excited again to see what the Flames do against these teams. They are going up against, obviously, the very competitive Leafs, the meh, meh, Ottawa Ottawa Senators, and, of course, the close to bottom of the barrel Montreal Canadiens. So definitely uh, let me know what you guys think about what this road trip's going to look like, what the outcome will be. I think it's going to be loss win shootout loss uh maybe shootout win I don't know I don't think that one's gonna end in regulation but 
Make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. We are here for you five days a week. Tomorrow, Nick is joining me, and I'm sure we will talk all about the, uh, you know, dive deeper into the road trip as well as, you know, any developments in the Noah Hannafin saga. So thank you, and I will see you tomorrow.